All right, welcome back, guys, to part two of the Champions of Change, the Rise podcast, Super Bowl edition. Um, <laughs> this episode, we have three awesome guys that really gave us their time, Picasso, Antoine, and Coda Martin. Uh, really dope conversations, Gwen. Uh, we're going to start off with Picasso. Picasso, I mean, listen, Picasso, if you're listening, I need you to take over my 401k because this man <laughs> is a financial genius. The amount of, of gems he dropped about just success. What does it look like? What can you do? What should we be doing as a community? I mean, it was astounding. Um, definitely want to pick his brain some more, Gwen. Yeah, for sure. And he helped me out personally. Like, just him giving me a couple of things to think about when transitioning from being a professional athlete to your career. Yeah, he, he really helped me out a lot. So I think his intake and his insight on financial literacy is worth being heard. You guys got to listen to this one for real. My name is Picasso Nelson Jr. Um, originally from a small town in South Mississippi with no red light. So not no red light. No red light, small town. Um, but you know, grew up there, raised by a single mother and my grandparents, um, and essentially grew up in Mississippi. Um, you know, went to college there, majored in finance in college, graduated ranked number one in my class in finance. And um I missed my senior year um of college due to an injury. And during that time I was able to really, you know, find myself as a person. And you know, obviously we can talk about that more, but um was had the opportunity to graduate with my undergrad in finance. And I was able to get two masters, a master's in business and a master's in teaching before I got to the NFL. Okay. Wow. Um, and um, had a trucking company in college, um, but transitioned to real estate once I got to the NFL. And um, obviously, it's important, to, you know, to play football and utilize the platform. And I was able to do that. And now I'm fully in real estate now. So. God dang. Okay, let me unpack that because this, first of all, you about your coins, trucking in college right all the things like you're entrepreneur on a downside so let me bring it back mississippi yes let's get into it so you know we hear about the south right um you know we've made a lot of progress in america around race relations but i want to talk about like how was it growing up as a black man you know your identity um in mississippi how did that play into getting into the sport um how does that play when you you know reach the pro level yeah so um i think you know obviously um, Mississippi is not the most um, transformational place in, in America, right? Um, but I think it's a great place still. Um, you know, it really um, taught me how to, you know, be genuine, how to treat people in with respect. And I, I really, you know, attest and really appreciate my grandparents and my family for raising me that way. So I appreciate the foundation that it built. Um, and really, um, for me, um, moving forward, like, as a black man in Mississippi, um, it was disheartening at times because I, I didn't really see a lot of people that looked like me in a power in a position of power wow. or wealth. Um, and growing up, um, you know, opportunity is important. And the more you know, the more you can assess and see opportunity. But for me, growing up, I thought that the only way that I could make a million dollars was to be a professional athlete or to rap. And I didn't want to rap. So, you know, I focus on football. Can you, can you drop some bars now? Yeah, because good, no. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that to you. Um, yo, that's wild because representation matters, right? Like, it's important. You know, we talk about, like, people's dreams. We go back to, like, the hood, urban areas. And what I forget what the rapper, who was the rapper that said, I think it was Kanye, talk about, uh, you know, in the hood, people just want to be athletes or rappers. Yeah. But that's the only thing we see Absolutely. as success. Um, so... A second ago, you mentioned uh, success and what success is in the black community. Right. And I think it's important to understand that real success is determined by longevity. 
right? So as players, I think it's important, and, you know, people that play sports, I think it's important for us to change the narrative. Like, what is the metric of success? And I think, you know, for us, for people in general, it should be like, what impact are you having? What do you own? Because it doesn't matter how much money you have. If, if you don't own anything, you really don't have wealth. And I think the ultimate goal for all players to whenever you, you know, strive to make it to the NFL, obviously you want to do your best in that sport. But the ultimate goal is, is to take care of your family. So ideally, you know, if you grow up and if you plan to make it to, to the to the highest level of your sport, right. you plan to be a millionaire, yeah. right? So if you plan to be a millionaire, you should learn about money. You should learn yeah. about credit. You should learn about how to build generational wealth for your family. Yeah. Because if you want to take care of your mom, you just don't want to take care of her for three years, for yes. five years. You want to take care of her for generations. Yeah. And also the generations that follow you as well. Right, right. Yeah. And, you know, I'm here listening you talk about, you know, um, just like the black experience, what we see as success, what we measure. You know, we're sitting here in Black History Month and, you know, we do the same thing we do every Black History Month as a community right here in America. We look at the past, we celebrate the heroes. You know, thinking about your position as an athlete and the things that you've been able to accomplish, thinking about, you know, the importance of Black History Month and, yes, celebrating the past, but also thinking about the future. Yes. And, you know, you talked about, like, building generational wealth. What supports and resources do you think players in our community need to, you know, be forward-facing in Black, you know, Black History Month? and what can we do together to kind of propel people to, you know, reach that type of success that you're talking about? I mean, I think I think that the most important thing is to understand that if you can achieve something by yourself, it's not it's not big enough. It's not impactful enough. Right. Um, the greatest things in life come from through collaboration. You know, in football, no matter how good you are as one player, you will never win a Super Bowl. You need a team to do that. Right. So I think collectively as, you know, black people, I think it's important for us to understand that no matter where you're from, no matter who you are or who your family is, like, you know, we should find ways to work together. We should find ways to support each other. And I think ultimately, if we, you know, internalize what Nelson Mandela talked about, Ubuntu, like meaning that I'm better because you're better. You're better because I'm better. If we have that mindset and if we work together and if we share information and if we're focused on helping each other, I think that is the way to really impact and have impact in our communities, on our families, et cetera. So. Yeah. I mean, and going back to that point about, you know, needing each other and working together, how do we build community? How do you, with your platform, as a professional athlete, you know, in the locker room, outside the locker room, how do you build community? What do you do to engage in perspective taking, you know, and kind of meeting people where they are in order to think about the greater good. Absolutely. I think first and foremost, it's, in, it's important to love yourself, first and foremost, right? So if you don't love yourself, if you don't have knowledge of self, you can't love others, right? So I think the first part is like looking in the mirror and understanding that, telling yourself like, you know, I'm important, I love myself, you know, et cetera. Um, and then when you have that love within, you can like give love to others. So from there, I think it's really about surrounding yourself with people who have, who have the same mission, vision, and values. And, you know, um, for me, you know, relatives are people that you are, you know, blood related to. Family are people that pour into you who, who have the same dreams, goals as you. So I think it's important to surround yourself with like-minded people and to surround yourself with people who make you better. And I think holistically, if we do that and if and if we get back to, so, so I have, a, a, you know, great uncles, et cetera, uh, grandparents, and when they talk to their peers, they say, you know, hey, brother, hey, right. sister. And and I think, you know, language is so important. Oh. And I think how we address each other is so important. So if you are calling, you know, your peer, 
this word or that word that yes. isn't an uplifting word, right. you know, it's easier to disrespect them yeah. um, because you call them names that they shouldn't be called. But if, if I call you my sister, yeah. um, or queen, I prefer queen. Or queen. You know, <laughs> if, if I call you those things, those those names come with a level of respect. Yeah. Right. And 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 if I look at you as is my sister, and then then that means your you know your family or it's my yeah, family as yeah. well. So it, it creates a community. A certain of regard, family. it's a certain respect. Absolutely. It's, you're covered. Yeah. No. One hundred percent. Picasso, why do you think it's important? for athletes like yourself to use their platforms to champion change, you know, whether it's building community, whether it's talking about financial literacy, whether it's showing up different levels of success or what success can look like for us. Why is it so important for you guys to use your voice off the field um, to encourage the community, um, you know, and uplift the community? Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, it's important because when it comes to entertainment, like as athletes, like, the children look at us, right? And I think how we impact the children will impact the future. So one, I think it's important for us to show the world that there's more options than to just be an athlete or an entertainer. Those though, those are great things to be in the, and to become. But you know, one percent of high schoolers go play D1 football. One percent of D1 football players go to the go to college, go to the NFL, and then one percent actually make a living. So if you want to um, have long success, I think it's important for us to show that, okay, if you make it to the highest level of your sport, that means that you are, you know, the best in the world at that. And that's great. But if you transfer those skills to something else that you're passionate about, you can become the best in the world at that. So for me, I think that's what I really um, try to, like, you know, be a catalyst for and show um, the, the children that you may not ever make a penny from your sport, but if you you know, learn about money, if you learn about credit, if you learn about investing, you can really create generational wealth and never, you know, play a sport. Yeah, that's awesome. I love these interviews because, like, I think this really gives you guys a platform to showcase, like, how multifaceted you are, right? Like, outside of your stats, this is all the dope stuff that we're doing and that we care about. Why is it so important for, like, companies like Rise to exist, to be able to create spaces for you guys um, to kind of show all your different sides and empower the community? Absolutely. I mean, you know, companies like Roz, first of all, I think you all are doing an amazing job, first Thank of all. You. And 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 I think anytime that you can you can provide opportunity to allow um the the prize, the source of people. So in, in the NFL the players are the source, you know. So if you can allow people to control their narrative, I think that's very important. So, you know, allowing players to be able to talk about more than just the sport so that people can see that Players are more than just a jersey, more than just, you know, people that make plays. Like, we're actual people. We care about the community. And we want to make a lasting impact that's bigger than us. And and I think holistically that's a great thing that you all are doing. So thank you. Thank you, Picasso. I want to thank you for being here. Thank you for your time. This was an awesome interview. I wish you well. Keep us posted, okay? Um, and, and let's see how we can collaborate in the future. Man, that was I told y'all that was a dope conversation, Gwen. Picasso really just, just dropped the hammer down, bro. Just young um, and brilliant. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Get that on a t-shirt, Gwen. Young and yeah. YBB or something. All right, let's move on. Um, next one up is Antoine Wesley. I really like this episode. I'm really excited for you guys to hear it um, because it's, 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 it's a story that we all know, right? It's a story of struggle. It's a story of perseverance. It's a struggle of representation um, and how we need to be able to see folks like us in power positions so we can dream and have context for future dreams, Gwen. Absolutely. I feel like it's one of the most 
um, underrated topics when you're trying to empower a community. And we need we need more representation. It is so important. And we talk about, you know, celebrating Black History Month um, and celebrating heroes, right, from the past. But, like, let's stop and smell the roses today. We got people like Antoine Wesley really out here, you know, coming out their pocket, their time, their energy to uplift and bring up as many people um, from his community as possible. So, you know, let's celebrate Black history, but let's celebrate, you know, Black now, right? Like, what that we're doing? I'm a... I'm gonna trademark that, so don't take that, Gwen. I'm not taking it. <laughs> Nobody better take it. We I love that. I love that black now. You know what I mean? Like what what are the fellas, the the or the, the ladies, everybody um who's doing what right now um to empower the next generation, to uplift, to make a difference, right? To change the narrative. Um and Antoine Wesley is definitely one of those dudes. So please check this interview out. Tell us what you think in the comments. Hit up Antoine. On his uh, Instagram, tell him Scarlet sent you. And let us know what you think. I'm here with one of my favorite players in the NFL, Antoine. Wesley? That's right. I'm <laughs> testing you if you pay attention. I okay. remember my name. <laughs> Antoine Wesley. Antoine, tell us where you're from, who you play with, what's your, what's your position? Oh, man, I'm, I'm from Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, play receiver for Arizona Cardinals. And happy to be here, you know? Yeah. Oh, Las Vegas. So Raiders, Raiders Nation. No. 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 no there was no. You no. under contract. You can't even say that if you wanted to, right? Right. Right. <laughs> right. So tell us about Las Vegas. How was it growing up in Las Vegas? I mean, I'm I'm always curious to know how you know you went from point A to point B. So right. What was little Antoine doing, and how did he get here? Oh man, uh, <laughs> Vegas, man. Uh, it's definitely not a, a kid kid's place, but you know, I made it the the best as you know. As far as just, you know, being outside, playing football, you know, riding my bikes up and down the strip and, you know, grow up a little bit faster than other kids. But, you know, it, I'm, I'm glad what I did when I was young. So, yeah. And how did you what was your introduction to football? Is, is football prevalent? I mean, I know the Raiders, but is it like a, a sport that everyone wants to sign up after school? Did your parents sign you up? What was that like? Oh, man. Uh, so a little story. Um, you know, growing up, my little, my, I was, I loved football from mm -hmm. the beginning. Um, didn't really have a, a favorite football team. Mm. Um, my, my parents, um, my, my mom's side, she loved uh, the, the Bears, and then uh, my dad was a Cowboys fan. Mm -hmm. So, you know, growing up, you know, loved playing ball in the backyard, and um, actually got sponsored to play uh, ball by one of my coaches. And luckily, if it wasn't for him, man, I would not be here today and um after that you know i just kind of moved to to texas with my dad and then you know he put me in the best best positions for uh for ball for high school competition wise was phenomenal um i loved it you know and you know that's it's where i'm at now so wow so you said uh one of your coaches sponsored you to Correct. play ball can you unpack that and tell us about what that process was like or what do you mean by that oh man it, it to be honest it changed my life um you know my uncle took me to one of my cousin's games and uh you know me and him grabbed grabbed the ball halftime and was chunking it 30 40 yards and the uh the coach came up to me and was like hey man like how, how come you don't you know play ball I was wow like, i was like man to be honest like, you i were don't scouted i was, I was technically <laughs> technically but um i was i told him you know i didn't have the funds you know my family didn't have mm -hmm. the funds so yeah. you know he worked some some stuff out and um next week you know my my uncle was coming with pads to my to my door and was like you ready for practice and wow. you know i'll never forget that Amazing. day for sure yeah wow so 
that was like a pivotal life-changing moment and it, it makes me think about the power of community right the power of someone seeing you um, and pouring into you right mm -hmm. um, and thinking about where you are now right as pro athlete how does that part of your identity influence kind of the things that you get into or how you engage with your community? Oh man, I mean, to be honest, it's, it's a great platform that I have now. And, you know, I wish I could have had somebody in my, my right. position right. to be like, hey, look, you do this, you wow. know, your grades are this, you know, you're going to be able to succeed. Like, you know, I, I learned on my own, you know, like, like a lot of people do in the league. But, right. you know, um, I'm, I'm just happy to be able to go back to the community and be like, hey, look, y'all, you know, I, this is where I'm from. Like, right. This is what I went through. Right. Like, trust me, it, it's harder than what it is. But you put your mind to it and you stick with it through, through ups and downs, you know, because this life is a roller coaster. But, you know, you just really, like, stick to being true to who yourself is. So. Right, right. I mean, we think about... You know, where we are as a culture, as a society, we think about, you know, black males in the society and, right. you know, kind yeah. of all the trials and tribulations yeah. that they go through and the things that they face. You know, we think about police brutality, yeah. you know, yeah. um, the criminal system. Why is it so important, um, I think, for people of color, black men to support other black men, to pay it forward, right? If you see a kid that has a talent, mm -hmm. right? Um, why is it important to come out your pocket and be like, yeah, you know, or if you're an athlete, you have the platform, you have the funds. Yeah. Why is it more important instead of, you know, buying that new, you know, iced out chain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could outfit, you know, entire, you know, I guess district of kids. Yeah. With cleats and, and pads or whatever. Yeah. Right. Why is it so important for kids to see you like, you know, that representation, see you back in the community? kind of paying it for doing what someone did for you at right. one point um you know i i feel like it's important only because you know you might do one thing or say one thing to that kid and it it you know pretty much builds their whole entire life you know their whole career and you know being able to pay for some kids cleats you know yeah. to, for him to be able to go yeah. play at you know at the at you know at the ball or whatever yeah, so yeah. you know it's it's just little things that that it's like that. So yeah. being able to give back to the community like that is it's huge. It's, it's it makes a huge huge mark, for sure. For for you know us black black people to yeah. to be able to you know give back and what what little we have. Yeah, and why do, I mean you know you mentioned black people. Why is it so important for people of color to build that community, right? To have a constant stream of you know investing in ourselves. Yeah, I mean to be honest, we all we got. You know, yeah. we, we got to stick together, you know, right or wrong, you know, we got to we got to be able to be there for each other. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I have, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about your story and, and you know, I, I've, you know, been in those situations like I've been in that kid. I grew up in the South Bronx. Yeah. You know, I've been, you know, that what was it? Biggie coming from something or another or making something out of nothing. Mm -hmm. or something. I'm just mess up that rap lyric. So I'll cut that out. But <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like being that kid who, who doesn't have the resources, who doesn't even know this is an opportunity or there is a way yeah. out of this, you know, cycle. Um, and then I think about athletes who maybe don't engage so much in the community who think like oh no the government got programs they got yeah. this there's a, yeah. the ymca there's a community center mm -hmm. um you know what that got to do with me starlin yeah what would you say to athletes out there who are you know at the pinnacle of their career who you know have all the flashing lights and everybody's right. on them why would you you know what would you say to them and and would you tell them that that actually is the perfect moment mm -hmm. to reach back out to the community not like after you retire not after the cameras shut down right but when you when We're all eyes high, are on you point. right why is that important for then for you to go back into your neighborhoods and your areas and 
and support those people too. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like, because it, it means a lot, you know, when you're at the highest of the highest, like, you know, AJ Green, you know, man, he just retired today. So it's like, you know, me being able mm -hmm. to, you know, talk to him mm -hmm. and, and then he ended up, you know, seeing my son and introduced wow. him and all that stuff. And like, you know, he's, he's three, but like, yeah, yeah, he doesn't yeah, know yeah. what type of memory until I show him the pictures yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. But like, man, he, he's definitely going to play a big, big role. And you will too, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? As far as like, you're at your highest point and mm -hmm. people watch you on it, you know, NFL, you know, on, on TV all the time. So mm -hmm. it's like, we always see you, we always see yeah. you, you know, like they want to know what's, what's really going on. And I feel like that's the best way. Yeah. 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 And do you think, you know, getting to the NFL in this and being at, you know, kind of the height of your career, yeah. um, do you, you're a pro athlete, right? Mm -hmm. You're at the height of your career in the right. NFL. Um, what opportunities are there for you as an athlete to, get back, get back, get involved in here, the Arizona community, yeah. or, you know, back home where you're from? Well, I mean, to be honest, it's like your connections, you know, right. like, like I said, like AJ, AJ Green or, or DeAndre Hopkins, mm. like I can have them come out to one of my camps, you mm. know, and they would love to do that. And then that mm -hmm. brings more people, more kids to want to actually get out, get off of the couch and actually want to do stuff, more sports. And, you know, I think that that's more of what I could actually bring to the yeah. community. Facts, facts. Yeah. Why is it important for athletes to also for, to be athlete activists, right. like champion and, for change? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, it, it is, you know, somewhat always about ball, but it's how we got to be able to get mm -hmm. in the position to actually play football and not have to worry about, you know, someone trying to, you know, change our whole life or just because we said one word and, and you know, they're taking a whole different way and it just mess up everything. So, right. I, that's what I, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. And thinking about, you know, the locker room, your experience, your identity, yeah. you know where you're from, you know, how yeah. you grew up, you know, how does your identity show up in the in the locker room when you're meeting guys, you know, who yeah, are completely yeah, different yeah. from you, who yeah. grew up in, you know, another part of Texas, you yeah. know, that might have not been your part or acts accepting as your part. Right. How does that, you know, kind of come to a head in the locker room and, and what do you do to kind of engage in perspective think? taking and understanding yeah. where other people are coming from well to be honest i, I keep an open mind mm -hmm. you know um meeting anybody i always give them a, a, a first chance to their first impression i guess you can say um and you know it's always positive energy you know um everybody in the locker room all my friends family right. call me tweezy like I kelvin love told me that he was a calm too i'm not calling yeah, him yeah, tweezy, yeah. Kelvin. I'm tweezy man <laughs> like yeah no i'm, I'm gonna call you tweezy after this interview i feel That's like cool. i feel like i know That's you cool. now yeah no for sure so um <laughs> Yeah, no, just my, my Where energy. Tweezy come from, though? Oh, man, Chris Brown. See, Breezy, Tweezy, I love the dance. I'm dead. It's really that yeah. simple. I was like, yeah. Chris Brown, you watch this, man? Or I, we, we got a link, my boy. We got a link. So. It's your girl. I'm not even going to sing that. Never mind. You know what's crazy, Mike? So um, my rookie like show mm -hmm. that you have to do like we have we do every year yeah yeah yeah. i sung christmas like, yo yeah are you a good singer nope nope but you i did my best i did a, i got you don't nope, want to drop uh -uh, a nope not not that next time okay next all right. time you're gonna stick time, to the time. drills yeah yeah one last question for you Antoine, right. before this goes off the rails <laughs> um, what's your advice out there um for kids like you you know back to little antoine in las yeah. vegas who you know, didn't even know that this was possible, all yeah. of this. Um, what would you say to them? You know, they don't have, you know, they probably not don't even have pleats or the pads or whatever, yeah. but they have a dream and they have talent. Right. Right, I, they have passion. Yeah. What would yeah. you, what would you say to them? I'd definitely say, you know, stay true to yourself, man. Um, you know, and really like get on top of them opportunities because, you know, opportunities for us already is very, very slim to, yeah. you know what I mean, to none. So um, I'd say just take advantage of your opportunities. Um, 
you know, always give everybody the benefit of doubt. You know, treat treat others how you want to be treated. You yep. know, that's my my biggest Facts. thing. No matter what, how how nasty they treat you, negative, you show them, you, you beat them with respect and, and positivity. It'll work. Back, back. So. Man, Tweezy, you gonna have to pop block it or whatever is that <laughs> <laughs> crispy doing? Yeah, no, nah, um, yeah, y'all see it on the field, man. I'll, I'll bring out some some when I score, y'all yeah, gonna see yeah, some. Yeah, yeah, you moves. wanna see some? Okay, for sure, y'all okay, gonna see okay. some. Okay, okay, I'm here for it. I used to play Madden with my brothers when T.O. was at the Eagles. Oh, Lord. I used to pick the Eagles just to, to you know stunt with T.O. Yeah, and do all this yeah, stupid yeah. stuff. So I love it when you know people touch down and. And get creative. I oh, think that's yeah. the culture, right? I think I love it. that's our identity coming through. That's mm -hmm. you know, I think people of color are very celebratory, like you know, and want to you know express, let it shine and express, express yeah. and you know loud. So I, I love all that stuff. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for being on yeah. this podcast. Thanks this was a great me. conversation. Anytime. I really hope that we continue to work together. Sure. Your story is so powerful, um, you know, and I think representation matters. Kids yeah. see you, know where you're coming from, and know like, yeah. yo, I can work hard. People can come back into my community and support me. Right. I can I can also make it anywhere. Yeah, so yeah. thank you. Yeah, no problem. Gwen, what'd you think about that episode? Man, Did I tell you Granton was the truth? Episode was powerful. I mean, come on, y'all. We here. We're here now. That's right. And we're representing. And so many kids, you know, they look up to Antoine, they look up to people like you, Gwen. Um, and they need to see y'all. And then and Man, just the difference it makes when a Gwen Berry and Antoine Wesley comes back to where they came from, right, and, and grabs someone's hand and pulls them up. I mean, I, it's immeasurable, the impact. So love to see it, love to be a part of it. Um, you know, looking forward to working with Antoine in the future. And coming up, our last uh, portion of this part two of the Champions of Change Rise podcast Super Bowl edition is my man Coda Martin. Let me tell you, Coda Martin, okay, is like the secret weapon. Yeah. Talk about allyship. When you talk about showing up for others, when you talk about promoting love, empathy, perspective taking, acceptance, belonging, it takes everyone. It can't just be me and Gwen. Or, or, you know, the people of color in the room championing and advocating. It got to also be the allies, the bystanders, the people that might be directly impacted by different things, but that say, we are all human. We all deserve love. We all come from love. And, you know, no one that I've met so far embodies that more than Coda Martin. I mean, this man is a standout. You know, if I play football, if I was born again and could play football, I'd be one. I would <laughs> love to be on Coda Martin's team. Yeah. The way he pours into people, breathes life into people, and, and does it with some swag, you know, yeah. and ability. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. When it comes to allyship, there's strength in numbers. One person cannot get something done alone. It is strength in numbers. And I love Coda Martin. Um, how he talked about building a community, you know, things like we all, like we talked about this whole time, things that are just really, really powerful and can change lives. A hundred percent facts, facts on a thousand. You're spinning nothing but facts out here, Gwen. Um, you know, and, and that's why I really love this episode. Um, like you said, it's strength in numbers. It takes all of us to make a difference and make a change. Um, and I love to see it. You know, I love to see genuine supporting people. Um, and that's and that who Coda Martin is, you know, and we appreciate him. You know, we talk about a Black History Month podcast. 
um, you know, and celebrating, you know, people of color, but I also want to celebrate allies because like I've said before, it takes everyone. Um, We want to also highlight and commemorate folks who are also doing their part to promote, empower, and engage all people from diverse places. So check out Coda Martin, hit him up on the Twitters. Um, The man does not have Instagram. You know, I told you he's a humble giant. (laughs) (laughs) This is crazy that this man does not have Instagram. Like it's 2023. Yeah. I mean, let's not shame nobody, Gwen, but. No shame. We don't let him slide, but I just think it's crazy. Like that's pretty cool actually. But uh, definitely hit us up on Rise to Win, R-I-S-E-T-O-W-I-N. Tell us what you think about Coda's interview. Tell Gwen, tell me. We'd love to hear it. We'll relay the message to Coda. Um, I'm sure he'll love to hear any feedback. And yeah, without further ado, here's Coda Martin telling us about allyship, building community, empathy, and, you know, what it's like, you know, growing up in this league. Here today we are with Dakota Martin. Dakota, can you please tell us about yourself? My name is Coda Martin. I'm an offensive lineman with the New Orleans Saints, and uh, I'm excited to get to share today. Dakota, tell us a little bit about how you got into the sport, um, where you are today, who helped you, and what you're passionate about. Yeah, so I'm a high school coach's kid. I grew up in Texas. My dad was my coach growing up. Um, he asked me at a young age, like, do you love football? And I'm like, yeah, I love it. He's like, all right, I'm going to be hard on you. But, uh, you know, so, um, so that was fun growing up. I mean, he held me to a high standard. Uh, I got to play college ball at Texas A&M, graduated from there. Wow. And then went my last year to Syracuse. My father-in-law uh, is the head coach out there. So me and my wife got married at Texas A&M. She was a volleyball player there. Uh, kind of cool deal. But um, just through all that, I feel like I grew as a football player and as a man. And then uh, thankfully had the opportunity to play NFL football, was undrafted uh, to the Chargers. And I've had kind of a crazy, crazy ride since then. So. That's so awesome. And what I hear in that response, it sounds like you had a very deep community, right? Yeah, Your sure. dad was a coach, um, kind of showed you the way, like, you want to do this? I'm going to be yeah. hard, but I'm going to get you through it, boy. Yeah, so definitely. What, what is the power of community for young kids growing up in the sports world? Like, why is community so important having that backing? Yeah, absolutely. Like, everything that we go through, um, everybody goes through something. You know, there's always stuff going on mentally, emotionally. Like, there's a lot going on in life. And so through sports, you learn a lot about life. And there's always people there that are able to uh, push you and help you to grow as a man and as a leader. And, um, man, I had so many people pour into me uh, through, throughout my whole process. And there's so many people that go into a, a football organization from the head coach to your coordinator to your position coach your strength coaches trainers like you have so many different relationships every step of the way from high school college to the pros and so if you just take the time to talk to people and to, to really get to know people you'll end up growing so much and learning about people and, and learn about yourself too so yeah it's been good. I mean I think one thing that you just said out that really stood out to me is that you had a lot of people pouring into you, right? Yeah. And then, you know, when I think about the NFL, when I think about the demographics of the players in the NFL, and I think about the communities that they're coming from, so many guys, you know, I hope you know how lucky you are, right? Yeah. So many guys don't have the opportunity. Like, they're literally clawing to try to get yeah. to where they need to be. You know, with your experience, with the guys that are in the locker room with you, who are different from you, who are maybe from diverse backgrounds, um, why do you think it's important for you know people like you, me, for us to be allies in our communities and really kind of champion um, for supports for everyone to have that kind of community that you you speak of? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's important to to be an ally because at the end of the day, we're all going through things. Like I said, you know, we, we're struggling, and there's there's stuff about 
uh, society that's messed up. There's stuff about all kinds of things that we have to wrestle with and, and grow through. And everybody's experience is different. You know, I have to talk to my teammates and be willing to listen and try to understand um, everybody and, and where people come from and what people have been through. And some of the most deep conversations I've had have been in the locker room. And so um, I've definitely grown a lot uh, just through being an athlete and trying to, to be there for people. But I think it's important, um, no matter what your profession, to get to know people and to really try to understand so, and Dakota, in the same vein, how do you use your platform or your position in the locker room, right, um, to support, you know, other athletes um, who are from different backgrounds who might be going through the same thing that you're going through, who lack the support? What do, What does Dakota do in the locker room? How do you show up for people? Yeah, for um, sure. Um, just just having conversations in the locker room. I just try to do my best to just listen, uh, to talk to guys about life. What's going on outside of just the locker room? Like, hey, what do you like to do for fun? Mm -hmm. Just kind of get to know guys. But then as, as things uh, get deeper through the year, it's like, how are you, how are you really doing? You know, right. like um, you, you had that the handful of guys that you really click with and get to talk with. And um, there's been some, some conversations where I've just felt like I've really grown and, and um, had to try to really reach to understand, man, things that, that I wouldn't have understood otherwise without sports, you know, so it's, it's really important. Um, it's something that's a big part of the game and, and you grow so close with your teammates when you're united for a common purpose and a common goal. It's just, it's a lot of fun. So, yeah, I mean, you just said that, you know, through sports, you, you sounds like you've been able to get just so much knowledge, right? So much perspective, right? Yeah. Why do you think it's so important to use sports as a vehicle to have important conversations, to get to know other people, right? To kind of unify folks. Why, why is sports kind of like that perfect vehicle for that? Yeah, you know, like um, I'm a Christian. It's a big part of who I am. Um, a lot of the Bible is about uh, loving God and loving people. Mm -hmm. And some of our most basic needs are to be known and to be loved. Like to really have a relationship yeah. with God, you have to know him, right? And and to really understand that God knows you, mm -hmm. the, the inner workings of, of your heart and your mind, and he made you, you know, all the, all the things you've been through, he knows. Uh, Jesus experienced everything that we've experienced, right? Pain and, and um, you know, he, he was he was betrayed. He was hurt by by friends. He was emotional when people close to him died. Like things yeah. like that, I, you learn a lot through faith and through reading scripture that God loves people. And our job is to to try to emulate Christ as much as we can. As as a Christian, my job is to try to know people and to try to love people. And so, um, the more deeper that we know people, and we just listen and, and we try to get to know people, uh, the more better we can engage yeah. them. You know, to to be able to understand and to talk through things and and. You grow, they grow, and it's just it's just a, an awesome process. So. Dakota, I, I sense that you're a very passionate person. I also get that like you're very passionate about the human connection, right? About people, about making people feel seen, feel heard, feel safe. How do you use or lean on your passion to make an impact in your community? Are there any initiatives that you're currently involved in, things that you want to do in the future? I know we talked about like maybe after football, get into coaching. You know, yeah. are you have an affinity for children or helping children out? What you know, what is Dakota passionate about? Yeah, for sure. There's there's so many things. Um, there's different organizations that me and my wife give to, uh, but the things that I'm I'm really hands-on involved with, I love personal connection, getting to, to talk to people, getting to pour into people. One of the things I'm involved in is um, our church. Uh, we volunteer with them a lot. Uh, we're involved in like a small group where you really make connections and make friends. Um, I've been involved with FCA, Athletes in Action. I've uh, been able to go speak at high schools and, and uh, ASU and um, some different things. I volunteered at a camp this past mm -hmm. summer where I, I felt like it was, it was just 
awesome because growing up, I was a part of, of FCA camps. I got to mm -hmm. go mm -hmm. um, meet athletes that were at this level. Um, mm -hmm. And, and grow my faith and grow as a man and learn about football, but also learn about uh, life. And, and, and so, like we talked about, you get poured into a lot. So I've been able to do some of those things, get to speak, uh, get to share, just, just volunteer and coach and share football skills. But right after that, get to talk to guys about life and, and pour into kind of the next generation, some of the younger guys. I would like to coach someday when I'm done or be involved with football in some aspect. Right. And so that's been a cool thing for me of just getting to kind of build that foundation and, and uh, my why behind yeah. what I want to do. For and, sure. and so it's been good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, a lot of things that you just shared, you know, around like civic engagement, getting in the community, using your voice, advocating for the things that you care about. Why is it so important for athletes like yourself to be more than just an athlete on the field, to also champion change in their communities. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, NFL, a lot of people say it stands for not for long. You know, it's temporary. Right. It goes by like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's it's fun. It's the dream. It's something that I want to do my whole life. And I love football. And I'm going to compete. I'm going to work hard and do my very best to play as long as I can at the highest level that I can. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, there's so many other things that are important, right, mm -hmm. that, that we can take our time and sure. and and really invest in and one day when football comes to an end right. uh we, we will have set ourselves up to continue to make a difference and make an impact and what's your legacy right yeah for sure so our, our our time as athletes uh at the top of the top is so short but um someday it comes to a close and and you want to use the platform you have while you're playing as much as you can and then try to continue that and make a difference when you're done because that's really our bigger purpose awesome thank you so much dakota one last question what's advice Dakota Martin can have either for you know youth out there trying to make it other athletes um, other people you know in the locker room seeing their fellow you know peers and players struggle or, or not feel seen or supported what can you say as an ally in the locker room to folks on how to create you know inclusive and, and you know um, supportive spaces for everybody yeah for sure just just try to be loving like try to really listen to your teammates if you want to win if you want to be together if you want to have mm -hmm. unity uh, you, you gotta be willing to just take time to listen to slow down we get so busy with like man I gotta be great yeah. I got I'm on yeah. the grind I'm gonna do all these things yeah. to get better um, and, and we're always thinking about what's next yeah. right in yeah. high school you're like man I want to go play in college yeah. in college you're like man I want to go, go to the pro. next level yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. you're always looking at what's next and, and that's great, like we should work yeah. hard, but to take time to slow down, to get to know your teammates, yeah. to really ask questions about like, man, how are you really doing? Like yeah. we, we all struggle, there's mental health stuff that yeah. people go through, um, there's stuff in society and culture that we have to unpack and, yeah. and just to be willing to listen to people um, and to do our best to understand one another and to love one another, I think yeah. is super important. So slow down, yes, work hard, yes, get after it, but if you want your team to be close and to have unity, uh, really take time to slow down and just get to know your teammates, talk to guys, and yeah. I think that's super important. Man, so. this was a dope conversation, yeah, bro. It. Thank yeah, you so yeah. much. Thank you for coming. Um, and, and, you know, I look forward to continuing to talk to you because I think you have a powerful voice um, and you can really make a difference. Yeah, no doubt. I appreciate you. Thanks, Dakota. Yeah. All right, that's a wrap. That was such a great note to end on, Gwen. Yes. You encourage everyone to take what they can from these episodes take any nugget of information tell us what you learned right tell us how your mind shifted or any new things you're going to be willing to try that you know these guys kind of push you on to uh this wraps our part two of the rise champions of change podcast i'm your host scarlett martinez senior director of empowerment at rise with the one and only 
Gwendolyn Berry, co-host, athlete representative of RISE. Um, these interviews were, again, just so empowering, so impactful. Really let us know what you think, guys. Reach out to these guys. Follow these guys. Follow RISE. Follow Scarlett and I. If you need more information, if you are afraid to take action, if you want to do more for your communities, follow us. We're here to help. That's right. That's right. And it takes more than one. We're always willing to listen to ideas, come into community, support one another in any capacity that we can. And again, feel free to listen to more of these episodes. There's a lot of nuggets of information, a lot of cool people we get to talk to that we want to share with you guys. We are on all platforms. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audacity, iHeartRadio, the Champions of Change, Rise Podcast. Please check us out. Let us know what you think. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Um, We're on LinkedIn, Rise to Win. That's R-I-S-E-T-O-W-I-N. As always, thanks again. And until next time. Until next time.